Chapter 1. There's a dinghy in our rear. Since my most recent conquest over, now, Admiral Cocksmith Standish, the man who seemed to come on and in my poop every time I wasn't looking, I had been a very busy boy. I had dominated three other enemies, my men bringing them to their knees and making their ships go down on them. I rescued a confused young frigate captain who wrecked on the shores of Cornwall's Shag Rock. I supported a raid on the German town of Wiener, leading a transport flotilla of very hetero army men there and back and de-virginizing half of three platoons. And now I was back on my raging queen, taking it home to stiff Britannia, following a week-long panty raid on the Scilly Isles. Under normal conditions, the trip would have been made in less than a day. But the wind died almost completely the moment Pininus' head was out of sight, and we'd been drifting ever since. After several hours of hitching and hoisting and heaving our footics, making every attempt to catch any break of wind, the heat got to us. Leading Seaman Ladouche was the first to strip off his shirt, and the pleasure that brought to both him and his several voyeurs led to the latter stripping off theirs. Before we knew it, we were exposing each other's hindquarters and taking turns flogging one another with a boy's pussy. A boy's pussy, for those unfamiliar with traditional means of naval castigation, is a smaller version of the cat nine tails. It was typically used to punish boys, as distinct from men, but since we had no young boys on the Raging Queen, we do have some bounds of propriety after all, ours tended to be used more for recreational purposes such as this one. The catanine was strictly for corporal punishment. Or, for one who had not attained so high a rank, private punishment. Or, for one being flogged out of the public eye, also private punishment. Or, for one being flogged in his nether regions, private's punishment. Or, for contracted sailors commissioned by the government who just wanted a little fun time, privateer punishment. All right, we might just as easily have used the cat nine in a circumstance like this, but at the moment we hadn't yet pulled it out, and we were flogging each other with a boy's pussy, rolling dice to determine which body part would bear the punishment and for how many lashes. One of our spanks what we call our newest seamen when they come out of cadet school, had just rolled double sixes and presented us his long john as the appropriate response when someone called, There's a dinghy in our rear! Well, clean it up first! A voice called back, No, a dinghy! Back here! In our stern! It was our coxswain, Dorian Trim, who had spotted the dinghy and made the cry. Not a surprise under the circumstances. Anytime the rest of us started playing these types of games, we could often find the slender young coxswain, never one to stray from work, sequestered somewhere far away from the action. Usually down below, Trim was discovered on this occasion, positioned under the spanker, ready for whatever might blow our way. Some men get embarrassed when stray dinghies appear on their aft sides. Personally, I've always felt that it's just a reality of the trade, one that must be borne with as much dignity and grace as possible. The bigger an officer gets, the higher and taller in rank, the more he recognizes that truth, and I was on top of a good many men, so I recognized it well. Nevertheless, it's a condition that must be addressed, so now that I knew our stern had a dinghy on it, action had to be taken. I left the games, mounted my poop deck, and followed the good eye of my coxswain. Sure enough, there it was, unmistakable. A small, abandoned brown vessel, shaped like a berry, or perhaps an egg, floating right behind us. Did we pass it without even noticing? I asked. Maybe it passed us, Trim said. Whoa. The Raging Queen passing a dinghy was quite common. But a dinghy passing the Raging Queen? That seemed scientifically impossible. But the coxswain continued. I'm really not sure. I just come out here to bite the spanker when I saw it. Now, I do have rules of engagement for how I treat the foreign objects that come upon my Raging Queen. It doesn't matter the size or importance, whether it's a full, firm, long boat or some random piece of flotsam. An investigation should always be conducted. 
More than once have I been able to identify the original owner, find him, seduce him, and then return him to his property. But in case I needed any more reason to mount the dinghy, Cox and Trim spoke again. There's blood on there, Admiral. So there was. A bloody dinghy to our rear. A grim sight indeed.